we talked a little bit earlier about I don't really understand what purpose a tick serves. And now we're dealing with Powassan virus to four Connecticut residents testing positive. And I think I think at least two were in Litchfield County. Uh, Dr. Ulysses Wu, of course, chief epidemiologist with Hartford Healthcare, joining us here on Brian and Company. Doctor, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Listen, a couple quick questions. Powassan, what is it? How do you get it? And how serious is it? Well, let's start with your the last question. It has the potential to be very serious. The case fatality rate is probably about 10%. Uh, people who do survive do have residual neurological dysfunction as well. Um, what is it? It's a virus. It's, a, it's related to other Eastern Hemisphere tick-borne what we call tick-borne encephalitis viruses. Uh, it's maintained in a cycle with uh, ticks and rodents. Um, there's two different lineages. One doesn't really bite us. They're usually groundhog type uh, lineage, but the other one, which is uh, the deer tick, uh, the Ixodes scapularis, which also transmits Lyme disease, Babesia, Anaplasma, and other diseases also can transmit Powassan, and it is increasing in the Northeast. Can you get more than one at the same time? Can you get Powassan and Lyme disease? Absolutely. So when they come into the hospital, that's what I look for. We look for uh, Powassan, Lyme. Lyme is actually, uh, it depends. Uh, There are long-term consequences of Lyme, but there are other diseases such as Babesia and anaplasma that are actually more acutely dangerous. Uh, so we're really looking for those. Okay, so you get it through a tick bite, and mm-hmm. how, how do you treat it? Unfortunately, there is no treatment, and it can be transmitted fairly quickly as opposed to Lyme, where it requires 48 to 72 hours. A tick bite can actually transmit it fairly quickly. Um, And then the problem is that even with a tick bite, so people don't remember their tick bites, uh, it can incubate for anywhere from a week to a month. So you could have gotten a tick bite a month ago um, and didn't even know that it was transmitted. So there's nothing you can do about it? It just depends on how your body deals with it? So whether it's severe or not severe is just depending on what your immune system does? Yes, and uh, it goes back to actually our our old friend COVID conversations. The best way to treat Powassan is to prevent yourself from getting Powassan. So you get a bite, though. There's no prophylactic. You can't do something like, you know, um, sort of like beforehand to prevent it. You can't do any of that. There's no treatment for it. Jeez. And it can be deadly, you said, in 10% of the cases? Yes. But the good news is it's even though it's increasing, it's fairly uncommon. Uh, we've had four cases, and it's unfortunate for those four cases. But um, given the amount of tick bites that are happening, uh, you know, we, we, we want zero cases. But uh, four, four is uncommon, but like I said, it is increasing. But is there over the past few years, we're talking with Dr. Ulysses Wu from Hartford Healthcare here on Brian and Company. Has there been, you know, because we, we, we would see over the years with Lyme, you know, if you go back 20, 30 years, how every year it sort of seemed to get worse. Is there a pattern of it becoming more prevalent? Like is it for just sort of a randomized higher number or is this actually something that's starting to, to be more of an issue year to year? It, it 
it, it is definitely increasing. I don't want to say it's more of an issue necessarily. It's not like there's an epidemic, but it is certainly increasing. And a lot of this has to do uh, with the warming of the earth and the overwintering of these ticks. So more ticks are surviving uh, through the winter. And so we, we do expect all of these diseases to increase over time as the earth warms. You're not an expert on the tick as much as you're an expert on the diseases. Uh, so, but so I, this might not be fair. But like, does the tick do anything good in the world, or does it just get people sick? <laughs> I'm sure there's uh, an entomo- entomological reason for ticks, but from my standpoint, uh, for those of you who have chickens and guinea hens in your backyard. Those are actually good things because they actually eat a lot of these ticks as well. So from my standpoint, there is no good reason for ticks except to maintain the food life cycle for whatever birds or animals are out there. I got, uh, one, I got one quick question on this, then I have a COVID question for you. And that is if, if, if they get a tick bite or they get a tick that's, you know, you know in, in go, engorged or it's, it's attached or they get the, the bullseye, what should people do? So if, if they have an engorged tick, what they need to do is they need to remove it very carefully. Now, if you go online, there are 10 billion different ways to remove it. But uh, for me, the best way is that, you know, if you can get um, a, a little bit of pincer action on, on, the, on the body and the head and remove it very carefully so it doesn't actually inject any more contents into you, that's really the best way. Uh, I've been telling people to actually keep their ticks uh, just in case they need to. Um, now, not all ticks carry diseases. That's the other thing. But you won't know that when a tick is sitting on you. So right, you so won't know. Should they go right to the doctor or go like do something right away medically? Well, so for Lyme disease, since we do live in an endemic area, they can actually look at the tick and say, oh, yeah, that's a deer tick. So that's the problem. There are other ticks that won't transmit disease. But, yeah, they could go to the doctor, and we could actually give a treatment for uh, post-exposure prophylaxis to possibly something like Lyme. Now, the other things we can't really treat until they declare themselves. You know, there's a lot of chatter out there on social media you know, there's been an uptick in COVID, a little more conversations from, you know, not the government side, but from the medical side. And there are people really concerned that some restrictions are going to return. And what is your stance on all that? So it really depends. It depends how we act as a society. Um, I don't believe that we should mandate restrictions uh, across the board right now, Um but as a society, if we do start seeing an increase and uh, we do not really do personal changes to really decrease these changes, I think something like masking during respiratory season is not unreasonable uh, to really protect people from getting, uh, from getting not just COVID but other respiratory viruses. Now, vaccines, that's a whole different story because I understand that there's a lot of uh, angst towards mandating vaccines. So for me, I would be happy with just starting with masking at this point. Uh, Not now, but maybe in respiratory season. I do understand that New York is actually thinking about returning back to masking now at this point. I'm not sure we need to be there, but we are seeing an increase in COVID cases. How concerned are you in general? Well, I'm as concerned as as I always have been, and this was even 
pre-COVID. You know, we would lose tens of thousands of people to influenza alone every single year. And that's just influenza, not to mention there's para-influenza, human metanumovirus, adenovirus, all these respiratory viruses that a lot of us do perfectly fine. But unfortunately, we may give it to somebody who doesn't do perfectly fine. And the stats on COVID right now, you know, we're still probably losing 50 to 100 people each week, not, maybe not directly to COVID, but COVID as a comorbidity in this country. So uh, to answer your question, I'm always concerned, but I'm not, uh, for lack of a better term, freaking out. Right. Um, right. You that's, know. Not, that's not a medical term. That's a- <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just trying to be measured yeah. about this yeah. and not be binary and say, oh, let's not do anything about it or let's hide in our homes. I'm not either of those extremes. Got it. All right, doctor. We really appreciate the insight on both uh, uh, Powassan and and with COVID. Have a great day, sir. All right. Thank you. Thanks All for right. having me. Dr. Ulysses Bye-bye. Wu, chief epidemiologist from Hartford Healthcare.